Welcome to Behind the Flag Podcast, sponsored by Get It Right Enterprises. Come on, join the crew and take the field during Friday Night Lights. We will learn from experienced guest presenters and mentors that will help you become a better football official, providing the tools to put you in the correct position to make the right call. Raise your officiating knowledge and strive to become the best football official and expert in National Federation High School rules. Learn the art of film breakdown, mechanics, and philosophies. You know, every year we have an entire off-season to get prepared. But in-season, you only have one chance to get it right. Ken, welcome back. Good to be back. That was a long layoff. Too long for me, anyway. Yeah, it's been... uh three months our last one was in uh, December 2020 and uh, took a took a break um, there was a lot of things going on here in in New Mexico and with the local association the NMA the NMOA uh, sports has been put on hold for quite a while and then, but it looks like we're back up and running um, kids are getting back on the field our season starts this Saturday on uh March 6th, just a couple days away. And if you got games, good luck, have fun, hope you're in sh- shape, and uh, hope everyone's been hydrating because uh, it's been a long layoff, a little over a year for some of us. Yeah, the holidays were great, but uh, yeah, there's nothing like Friday Night Lights, Saturday high school football. Um, I don't know about you, but I broke out my bag the other day and Went through all my gear. Uh, it was great. Just to open up the bag and put a fresh battery in the twenty-five forty-second timer, and you know all the other associated stuff. Polish the shoes. Man, felt good. Yeah. So we 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 need to get ready. But before we do that, just a uh, little bit of news. We had a good friend pass uh, this past week. Uh, a great official, great human being, great father, great friend, um, great family man, uh, Lloyd Price. Yeah, uh, it's it's tough. We all we're all still hurting from that. Um, you know, it's hard when you lose a a friend, but a fellow official that you respected. Hell, I'm talking about it right now, and I'm tearing up. Um, he he was the epitome of a guy who cared about the craft and and cared about you know the kids and you know respected you know, the rules and his, his, his fellow officials. And he pushed me personally. I'll let you talk to him about personal, but he pushed me personally to become a better official. Um, he wasn't afraid to talk to you, you know, at halftime of a, of a basketball game or, you know, just come up to you and ask you questions on the football field. But he really, really, enjoyed what he did and and tried to improve his craft like i said it's you know lloyd's going to be missed man and yeah know, i'm hurting yeah we can't we can't uh, replace a a person like that in our lives so uh because um prayers go out to his family and to his uh officiating family so um well like i said with that um the new spring season is upon us New Mexico, we have about a four-week football season. Fifth week looks like maybe some some sort of bowl game type. 
And we're not sure if there's going to be a championship game or not, but uh, that's yet to be seen. No, at this point, though, it's even if it doesn't happen, uh, just to get four or five weeks of football in and let these kids get out and, you know, uh, pound on each other a little bit and get out some of the frustration of being pinned up for a year. Um, good for them, man. Good for them. Yeah, and so a little bit of other, uh, other news on on the front of the NMOA is the new requirement for postseason eligibility. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, there was every other sport in New Mexico had a uh, – you had to go to a, a camp, a certified camp of some kind, uh, every once every three years to be uh, playoff eligible. Well, football never had that. So this year you know, it was brought up in a couple of committees, made it through the voting, um, and went to actual voting of the officials. And it was a two-to-one acceptance of that. I think it was more than that. It was... Uh, Nine ninety votes to, I don't know. Yeah, it could have been closer to three to one, but it was yeah. definitely favorable. I mean, highly favorable. So it's good that now all the sports across the board, you know, require a a camp every three years, um, to be playoff eligible. And let's face it, come on, that's that's pretty minimal stuff. You know, hit a camp every three years, brushes up on your new rules, your new mechanics, your you know, philosophies. Good stuff, man. I mean, it's, nothing bad can come out of that. Zero. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a it's a good move on part of the NMOA to get that implemented into the to their constitution and make that a requirement. Uh, we also have the uh, uh, the coach's submission of all the film now too. You want to touch on that? I don't think we. Yeah, I don't think that is is finalized yet. But, oh, okay. Uh, I thought it was. But the film to be submitted to Huddle every week. So that way the officials can use that as part of their uh, training t- toolbox and self-evaluation and um, get some game film every week. But uh, that's still, I think that's still in the final stages of being finalized. So um, since we're on the topic of, of new items this year, there is a list of new rules for the NFHS that we should all know about before we hit the field Saturday. If you want to kind of go through a few of those. Yeah, let's, let's rotate. Uh, let's see. First one I see is the defining team uh, designated representative for penalty decisions. Uh, 232-5. Uh, prior to the game, head coach will now notify the referees of a designated representative, coach or player who will make the decisions regarding penalty acceptance or uh, declination. Okay. Um, Most of the time it's probably going to be head coach at at, at high school. We've pretty much always did that anyway, but now there's an actual rule on it. Yeah. And, you know, it's just another procedure we're going to do pregame. Yeah, I know. And I know this year, um, as far as the coin toss, um, for our local association here in Albuquerque for the high school level, it's uh, one captain and the referee and the umpire. Um, that's going to be doing the coin toss um, just because of the COVID restrictions. So that's a little different than the whole crew and uh, four, the four or five captains that they usually send out. It's going to be 
referee, umpire, and one captain from each team for the coin toss. Yeah, before we go to the next one, we're talking pregame real quick here. Yeah. All you back judges out there, go find the punt returners for each team. Dennis laughs at me. I'm serious. I do this every time at work, and it's so helpful. Uh, introduce yourself to ask the coach's permission to talk to their punt returner. Go f- seek them out. Write their number down so you know who they are. Maybe get their first name. You know, uh, have a conversation with them. You know, go through the uh, uh, legal fair catch. You know, signal. Um, just it, it just it makes them think about all the details before the game. They got their heads full. They're they're probably a wide receiver or tight end or whatever the case might be, defensive back. Um, but it, it's all you back judges make that part of your pregame. Sorry, there's my soap opera speech. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, and so um, the next one I see is is a halftime intermission option following weather delay. It's a 3-1-60 exception. The halftime intermission may be shortened by mutual agreement of opposing coaches if the weather delay occurs during the last three minutes of the second period. So what is it, usually 10, 15 minutes, halftime, 20 minutes for high school? Depends. Depends if it's. Homecoming, whatever. Yeah. You, you, we now have an option to shorten that. Um, then, of course, uh, we did work on this last year, but it is a new rule of the 40-second play clock and the 25-second play clock, and that's uh, 3-6-1. And just know the differences uh, when you start, whether it's a 40-second or 25-second uh, play clock. Yeah, and that's kind of a philosophy thing too. I mean, as far as take one team trying to take advantage of that by a fake uh, injury. So, well, I mean, if there's an injury on on defense, it's going to be a forty second play clock when Correct. they put the ball ready for play. So, if it's a injury on offense, it's going to be twenty five second play clock. Uh, as far as I understand, amen. The rule, so, yep. Uh, next one, 25-second uh, clock clarification, 3-6-1. Following a legal kick, when either team is awarded a new series, the play clock will start at 25 seconds, which is kind of a no-brainer, but yeah, anyway, it's there. And that's after a uh, field goal uh, or a punt, scrimmage kick? Legal, yes. Following a legal kick and any, yeah, exactly, and either team is awarded a new series of downs, yes, correct. <laughs> And the next one is disconcerting act, foul, and penalty reclassification. So it's been in there, but it's now it's been reclassified. And it's 7-1-9. Concerning acts or words by the defense has been reclassified from the unsportsmanlike foul to a disconcerting act foul, and the penalty changes from a 15-yard penalty to a 5-yard penalty. Which would, that's a, that's, that's a huge difference of, uh, of penalty enforcement. So don't screw that one up, guys, Saturday, Friday night, Saturday morning. Why don't you take this next one, too, the spiking the ball, because that's pretty much a, a, a short wings job as well as the referee. No, I think that's all referee. Um, but now high school has a option for the quarterback to spike the ball in the shotgun position. Uh, to kill the clock, it's no longer a penalty. Um, seven, intentional, seven, intentionally, 7-5-2E. Seven right. It's no longer a penalty, but the exception to allow a player to conserve time by intentionally throwing the ball forward to the ground immediately after receiving the snap 
has been expanded to include a player positioned directly behind the center. This exception now includes snaps that are not hand-to-hand. So if the quarterback's in the shotgun position, he can now spike the ball to stop the clock. Why did they not have this in the first place? It was never a high school rule. It's always college and okay. NFL. So. Got it. And there's some editorial changes and stuff like that, but I don't think we need to go through any of that stuff. Right. Those are just the, the big big changes that uh, everyone should be aware of in our association um, come this week and the next four weeks and next year. But it's uh, going to be interesting to see how how – these rules are um, enforced by our association, and, and hopefully nobody uh, overlooks them on the field. So i got to ask, how many snaps is it going to take or series for you to get the rust off and get back in the flow? I'll be good to go probably the end of the fourth quarter. <laughs> no. uh, I'm figuring after two series I'll be back in. Uh, you know, focus and and not having to think again about stuff. It'll come automatic again, you know, but it's been a while. It's been too long since we've been on the field. Yeah, and it's it's been a while since we've been on the podcast, too. I mean, three months, and it just feels like, uh, you know, what have we been doing with our time the last three months, in the last year? Um, but A whole lot of home remodeling. Yeah, so... Hopefully you've been staying in shape um, because come this weekend, uh, if you haven't been doing the work off season, you might be suffering on the field during the season uh, physically a little bit and and mentally. Yeah, so. and let's face it. I mean, during COVID, we all kind of let our guard down and and uh, you know gain the the freshman fifteen. But uh, just speaking for myself, the last forty five days of of cleaning up the diet and, and uh, you know, the round ball sport came back. So I've been running up and down the court and, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm definitely ready to go. I'm in much better shape than I was a month and a half ago. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm just excited that football's back. Uh, I'm a little bummed. Not all schools have a schedule out yet. Hopefully some of the bigger schools, the 6A uh, teams, uh, jump on board, but um, football's football. We have we have s- some sort of a schedule. This is probably tough for the assigners, you know, because they're it's kind of a last minute schedule coming out. They're you know different uh, parts of the state are are traveling to different parts of the state, and it's it's probably kind of a nightmare for the assigners. So my hats go out to those guys. Yeah, I could just imagine it. before it was uh, too many games, not enough officials. Now it's Maybe too many officials, not enough games uh, at this point um, because we don't have very many schools in Albuquerque that are, that are playing yet. Uh, so we have a few Albuquerque crews that are covering games um, outside of our region to help out, but um, I'm not sure if how many officials are actually working our association yet or not. Yeah, speaking of outside our association – uh, Dennis will tell you guys how many countries, states, and providences and all that stuff that we're in, but we'd love to hear from you guys if you had suggestions on, you know, uh, upcoming podcasts, you know, philosophy, rule, different rules, or whatever the heck you want to talk about. You should reach out to Dennis and 
let us know what you guys would like to hear because we're learning every time we do something like this. It, it trust me, it, it's we're no experts, but we learn, and that's what we're all we're striving for is to continue to learn. So, if there's something you guys want to talk about, uh, let us know, please. Yeah, and, and we could be reached through um, the Patreon account um, or AFOA um, website or Behind the Flag, um, actually, website also. Uh, this is Behind the Flag podcast, which uh, the last look at at the numbers yesterday, looks like we're in 46 uh, U.S. states, including D.C., 28 different countries and 305 U.S. cities. And so um, hopefully we're helping one high school official become better and to move up um, in their association, whether it's getting more varsity games or being looked at by a Division II assigner. Um, you know, if we just reach that one one official, we're happy. But uh Get a hold of us and let us know if you have any ideas of what, what you'd like for, uh, to hear from us or from one of our clinicians that volunteer their time to come on and and teach us uh, something new. Uh, we're just now getting started. Um, because of the season starting, we just wanted to hit some highlights and then uh, start working on a schedule, a training schedule for this spring and summer. Um, because I personally, I think uh, we'll be back at it full speed come the fall. Looking forward to that. Yeah, full, full schedules, um, teams that have plenty of time to prepare. Uh, I'm 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 a little worried about the lack of preparation for this spring season the the coaches and players had. So I'm hoping uh, hoping we don't see any excessive injuries due to lack of preparation. So that's that's. That's one of my hopes. That yeah, t- talking about preparation, I know that uh, Animal A has uh, provided quite a few meetings for officials. We've hit quite a few topics. Um, you're required to attend eight eight meetings uh, as part of your eligibility for officials to be uh, eligible for postseason. Eight eight meetings isn't a lot, I don't think. It's down from 10. Um, yeah, what I, I tell you what I, I enjoyed, too, is it kind of brought the whole state together. So New Mexico's pretty spread out, and we had, like, the northwest region, the southwest region, the east region, the central region all do one uh, meeting via webinar. And so it, it kind of brought the whole, you know, 200-plus football officials together on the same uh, plane level or basically or philosophies and and rules kind of mixed instead of all these individual you know statewide groups that nobody communicated uh, nobody was really on the same page I think this year more than ever it kind of brought everybody together plus you got to see the different regions on the webinar you know faces and names and uh, right and I think the consistency consistency issue um is getting ironed out a little bit on some of the mechanics and philosophies that other uh, regions were doing um, that wasn't consistent with, say, what Albuquerque was doing or Farmington was doing. But um, I think that was part of the NMOA's grand scheme is 
get everybody on the same page. Um, a lot of it was football, officiating 101, 201, um, just because we had to start somewhere. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, we couldn't talk uh, a master's level philosophy officiating uh, and expect a first year official to to understand um, what what we were trying to teach them when um, we but, weren't starting from the building blocks. From the yeah, but if the first, second, and third year officials were actually paying attention, I mean, that, that was all that was pertinent information. So, you know, those last, you know, eight weeks of, I know, filled some people's brains. Yeah, and I think there's two more weeks left, uh, week seven, week eight, um, to get two more of your mandatory meetings in. So don't forget about those those meetings on Wednesday because uh, they're important. And we also, the NMOA also did a future vets meeting they held I think eight meetings just for the future vets that this could be their first year or their third year. And they held uh, statewide meetings outside of those mandatory eight meetings. Yeah, throw, throw Steve a plug. He did yeah, Steve Wagner, um, longtime umpire from the Albuquerque Football Official Association, really took the lead and, and taught, um, taught these guys everything they needed to do before they even stepped on the field from live ball, dead ball penalties. And, and when we start a new official, they're line scrimmage. So um, he taught a little bit about what the referees and umpires and back judges do, but for mo- the most part, he concentrated on a four-man mechanic and five-man mechanic, but tried to keep it to uh, what the line scrimmage guys uh, needed to learn because that's where uh, we put all the new guys to start this uh, avocation. And Jake Vanderdees, he was there every he's there every night uh, assisting um, Steve Wagner with these. Yeah, uh, between those guys, there's fifty plus years of experience. Well, I think Jack uh, Jake has 40, 40 years, thirty five. <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> I think he has forty himself by himself. So. Uh, that's a great, um, great training session series that they put on, and that's also on our website. That uh, yeah, they, you, they were recorded. Any, anybody out there could access those too. By the way, yeah, if you guys want to use those for your future vets, they're accessible. Every everything we put out is accessible, and uh, that's what it's. That's what we're doing here. That's why we take the time to do this, and it's. So we can learn, but it's also so it's free information out there for everybody else to use. Definitely. And, um, wow, what podcast number is this? 47, I think. A ton. A yeah. ton. Well, yeah. So yeah. If, you, if this, if you're new and you just, this popped up somewhere on your podcast and you're like, who are these two guys? Um, go back and, and look at some of the, Earlier podcast we did from starting from last March, I believe we started. Yeah, two, two dudes who aren't experts that just weren't getting enough football. Uh, right. So we started this podcast to talk football. I mean, it's as simple as that. And, and we had quite a few NFL referees come on um, and Division One, Division Two referees come on and just teach us 
how to be better high school football officials. And so there's some great um, clinicians out there from Land Clark to Sarah Thomas. Sarah Thomas. Uh, Mike Contreras. Yeah. The RMAC coordinator. Yeah. Um, Dean Blandino talking about instant replay. Yep. Um, just. Tons. I mean, we're name dropping, but they're they're on the podcast. They're recorded. They're available for you guys to to watch either on the pot or listen on the podcast, or you can even watch the Zoom meeting on the YouTube page, the FOA YouTube page. So um, take a look. I think there's some good stuff. Um, every time I go back and listen or watch one of them, I learn something new. Even though I sat here and listened to these guys. I go back and I go, whoa, okay, I missed that. I missed that one the first three times I listened to this podcast. But um, Brad Rogers, NFL referee, uh, Scott Novak, those guys are just great with, uh, with the philosophies and game management and all the other uh, tricks of the trade that, that they taught us that you can't find in a rule book or a mechanic book or a case book anywhere. It's just from their personal experience and and philosophies and what they've learned and, and what other mentors, their mentors have taught them. So for them to come on and, and just teach us how they made uh, their career grow and get promoted through the ranks, um, I think it's helped me as a high school official. So We're, we're about 48 hours from kickoff. What do you uh, – give me a couple things that you're looking forward to the most. Uh, well, we have our first crew meeting tonight, so we're going to do a crew meeting um, here in a few hours with our high school crew. And because, uh, you know, we're still kind of social distancing, it's a little different. So we're going to do a Zoom meeting uh, pregame starting tonight. And Just, just uh, 30 minutes. We're just going to touch base yeah. and talk about a few things. Yeah. And so um, one thing we're probably going to have to talk about is how to keep our back judge under control. On this game, Ken's my back judge yeah. on Saturday. Um, no, we've got we got an experienced crew, but we're still going to have some fun with a quick webinar to see everybody's faces and just talk about the game a little bit and logistics and stuff like that because it's kind of weird, no locker rooms and stuff like that here in New Mexico. Currently. Yeah, and this is a this is a um, neutral site, so two teams from across the state are traveling couple hundred miles to meet in Albuquerque to play, which means probably no cheer, cheerleaders, no band, no parents, I'm assuming. So it's kind of going to be a little weird for a varsity high school football yeah, game. Yeah, no barbecue smell in no, the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, no concession stand. So um, it's going to be a little weird with with, uh, with how it's going to go. But I think once we get on the field and the, the kickoff happens all that stuff kind of drowns out anyway when you get into the game so i'm just looking forward just to being being on the field yeah i think i miss the i, I miss the pre-game i love pre-games um just gets my juices flowing but um I, I love the sound of the helmets cracking that's it's one of the things i i really miss the most the pads hitting so it's the sounds um of football you don't get that sound anywhere else so I definitely miss that. And then uh, halftime, you know, getting in, looking at the other officials' eyes and talking about, you know, what you know, certain plays that, uh, you know, by the way, record those. 
Record those plays. You know, second quarter, 252 left, remaining, we had this play. Jot that down real quick on your card and, and talk about it. Um, I learned so much about in-the-moment discussions, you know, at halftime or whatever or after the game. Um, so that's that's kind of stuff I'm, I miss. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and if you think you missed a call um, or got something or you missed it, why? how did you miss something, just – Jot it down. Uh, I'm going to take a legal pad for Ken because he's probably going to fill that up by the yeah. second quarter. I use a voice recorder, by the way. <laughs> so uh, just keep track. Uh, learn from this first week um, because it might be something uh, going back to maybe your first time on the field when you're first-year football official. I mean – it's been a long time for some of these officials, and some of them, some of them, it's been two years because they took off True. last year. So, so um, I'm excited for those guys just to get back on on the field and uh, get this first game under their belt because um, there's still three, four more weeks. Right on. Again, we'd like to hear from you guys. So, if let us know if you have an idea for a future uh, podcast. Yep, and thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, spending the last 30 minutes with us. This was just a quick down-and-dirty update of football in New Mexico and with uh, Albuquerque Football Association's uh, officials. Um, Again, this is Behind the Flag Podcast, and we are sponsored by Get It Right Enterprises. Have fun and good luck on the field.